evening, folks. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, all the above. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of The Walk-Ons. My name is Marcus, a.k.a. Diesel. Um, we are glad to have you watching us today on YouTube or listening to us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Spreaker, all that. Uh, just thank you. Thank you for giving us the, the likes and the views and giving us the feedback on everything that we do. Uh, we try to do the best we can with what we got and being very opinionated about different things. And we just love to hear all the stories that we hear back from other people. So thank you once again to listen to our show. Um, I won't be the only one that be saying thank you. Uh, we got a full crew today that also wants to be very appreciative for everything that y'all have done for us. Let's welcome to the table first, Lady A. Hey, hey, and thank you. <laughs> we got B-Wheels. <laughs> What's up, y'all? <laughs> and last but not least, we got Callie Chris. I want to thank y'all and Starbucks. Again, Starbucks, if you're here today. Okay, Chris will be your official ambassador. Got yes. you. <clears throat> Chris loves some Starbucks. Don't let me talk donuts. Starbucks is only in my budget like once every two weeks, maybe. I got all these free points and I don't even use them, so. So you could slide them over here. Slide them over here. I mean, I want to get my uh, where it's called the uh, white mocha frappe, where it's called something like that. But it doesn't sit well with the stomach outside my work, so I might have to (laughs) change the points. (laughs) You know how that happens. Well, some people do, you know. By not uh, what's it called, laxative? Lactose intolerant. Yep, you That's, hit 30 <clears throat> and it just all goes downhill from there. But never mind. <laughs> I'll just keep on drinking my water and drinking my slimming tea. But we'll see how that works from there. Um, like I said before, make sure you follow us on our social media platforms on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. And also follow us on our uh, podcast streams on iHeartRadio, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify. And uh, all the above. So, where we find a podcast streaming platform, that's where we'll be on. So, make sure you check us out. Uh, if you'd like to be a guest on our show, uh, email us at risenradio803 at gmail.com or message us on Facebook. We'd love to have a guest on our show. Um, and then also, if you want to um, listen to our music playlist, Chris has a updated music playlist every week. And soon, Chris, what do you got coming out? Next week, I got a Christmas playlist coming for y'all. Just in time for the holidays, I got a gift for y'all from us to y'all. Greatest Christmas mix you're gonna find. I promise you, ain't nobody got one better. Do you got some Desky Shaw and Boys to Men that have? As long as you keep in um, the Temptation Silent Night, then we're we're good. If it's not in there, Mariah gonna be here. You gotta know that. Everybody else, it's questionable. Just gonna have to see we in there. Those speaking of Christmas, do y'all consider Friday at the next uh, uh, Christmas movie? Yes. No. No, no, I don't think so. No. If you consider what is it, Die Hard? I think some people consider Die Hard a Christmas Definitely movie. Definitely not a Christmas right? movie. Mm-hmm. If it's you consider that, Christmas movie. yeah. Uh, then- Friday, Friday is too black, and then <laughs> Die Hard is just too hardcore. <laughs> so, nah, it can't be no Christmas movie to me at all. We talk about Christmas movies next week too. Yes, we do. Um, with the guests we got coming next week, I'm pretty sure they will have a full list <laughs> of different stuff to watch. Um, so make sure you look out for our music playlist. It's the Walk Ones playlist. Uh, you can listen to all the songs that Chris has on the playlist, and also a Christmas playlist will be coming soon. Um, 
Sorry, y'all. I'm cracking up over here at, <laughs> at Brandon. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you see a dog in the camera shot, just know we all dogs. Yeah, yeah, give me a second, man. <laughs> we all got dogs in the house. So, you know, Definitely. Amber got one. I got one. Brandon got one. Hey, is he playing hide and seek right now? <laughs> I'm not sure what she's trying to do. Um, I guess she's annoying me with the goal. Oh, you gave right. her like a strong arm. It was like a loving strong arm that you gave her. And the yeah. High, yeah. The high I'm about to put my big jersey in a second. <laughs> well, that would be hilarious. Too hilarious. Um, we are doing something special this year. Um, actually, the deadline is this week. Uh, we are helping adopt a family of three. Uh, we're teaming up with Christian 2 to help a family in need. And we're asking for your help along what we are doing. Uh, if you'd like to donate any items or help uh, donate what you got, you know, purchased already, uh, email us at risenradio803 at gmail.com and message us on Facebook. We would love to have your help. Um, the deadline is December 15th, which is two days away or one day away. If it depends on when you listen to it. If you listen to this on Wednesday or Thursday, it's too late for you. So <laughs> make sure whenever you hear this, make sure you do whatever you can and send it in um, promptly. Um, and even if the deadline's passed, you can do something yourself to help the yes. community. It's that time yeah. of year. Don't just wait on us. Yeah, we're going to do our job. We're going to do our job. But if you'd like to help us do what we got to do, uh, make sure you let right. us know and we can make it happen. Um, also, we have a new thing that we're doing. We are have a new segment called the Love Doctors, and our first person that we are helping out is the lovely Lady A. We are looking for love for her for Valentine's Day next year, and we are helping her out uh, starting this week, actually, for the holidays. And we will put out a form so you can fill out any guy that is out there that are or is whichever English you prefer. Not any. Not <laughs> <laughs> a couple of y'all. No. Uh huh. She has no the statement. She already gave us a list once again. So if you do apply, you are eliminated from this uh, competition, so I say. But uh, there will be a form available in the coming days on our social media page, Facebook preferred. If you like to have a date night with Lady A, make sure you be on the lookout for the form on Facebook. And then uh, once we get to the time to judge who will be the first person to go on a date with Lady A in this inaugural segment of the Love Doctors, uh, you, you better straight right because you see all these goons and coons we got on this camera. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> goons and coons. Goons and coons. Yep. We will be ready. I see where you were trying to go with that. Yeah. But it didn't go so well. Mm. It went well, well for me. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon. See that? Somebody <laughs> felt it. <laughs> but once again, you have to go on a date with Lady A. Make sure you fill out the form and uh, we will judge you just to see who will be the first person to date Lady A. All I'm great time. company too. I'm really great company. So you see the tree in the background. She's very creative. You see the decorations in the background too, and the staircase and everything. You, you got all that to look forward to. So don't don't be a bum. And more. <laughs> all that. And then um, next week we have the Walk Ons Award Show. Uh, this will be the ending of our year to award different categories as for best music. Uh, the L of the year, uh, the dummy of the year, the best dress, best rapper, best all that. So any kind of categories that we come up with, 
next week will be our war show. It will be aired on Christmas Eve, so make sure you be looking out for that. Um, we'll have all kinds of stuff. We'll have special guests on our show, too. So make sure you be looking out for the podcast next week on Christmas Eve as we end our first season of the Walk Ons podcast going to the new year, 2021. And then we have a new show alert. Uh, Chris just got done with the very first episode of Three Crimes, The Charm. Just the, charm. the first episode. Yes. First episode with two other people on my team that have never recorded a podcast. Two hours worth of content. We got y'all. We had to cut it off only because somebody had to go to work. Mm. We got y'all on the content. First, the first case we touch on, Ted Bundy. Just gonna put that out there for you. Ted Bundy, amongst other things, we gonna get. We got Ashanti and Keisha in there too. We mix everything in this, <laughs> but we starting with Ted. Start with Ted. Interesting name to be talking. That first about episode Ted. is called Breaking Down Bundy. Breaking that bunny. That'll be the first episode. Three crimes. The charm will be out on December 20th on streaming networks and on our social media pages. So make sure you be looking out for that. And then there'll be more shows to come on our Risen uh, Radio Network or Risen Podcast Network, whichever one you want to call it. Um, But uh, we got a list of shows that will be coming very soon. Hopefully, Amber will have her pillow talk show in the name of Jesus. <laughs> we all turn that into a show very soon. But we shall see. But this is supposed to be coming. Make sure you be looking out for that. We're gonna have fun with all this. That's the whole meaning of our podcast. It's to have fun, uh, entertain, and give out great advice for people that are uh, well respected amongst our peers. So other than that, let's jump into the Fab Five. <laughs> All right, first on this, we have Debo. Um, if y'all heard the story, uh, Tommy Tiny Leister from the movie Friday, he passed away last week uh, from symptoms of Corona 19 or COVID 19. And uh, he was only, I want to say he was only 69 years old. I think he was 62. He's 62. 62. 62. Yeah. But uh, he's, he's famous for playing movies with Ice Cube and um, Chris Tucker in the movie Friday. And, uh, you know, it's something that 2020, we've been hit with a lot of artists dying. With Kobe Bryant was one of them. Uh, you got Van Halen dying, the famous musician. Um, there's all kinds. And yeah, 2020 has not been kind. And we just want to send our condolences to the Leicester family. And um, what's your thoughts about uh, Debo? What y'all remember from the fighting movies, actually? Um, that movie and that character is extremely iconic. I mean, we got a whole verb that came from that role, you know. And to this day, when somebody takes your stuff, you say they got you got Debo, you know what I'm saying? So, um, very, very sad. I mean, now four people from that movie have uh, passed away him, Bernie Mac, um, the mm-hmm. girl who uh, who uh, Smokey was supposed to go on the date with. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, I forgot who else passed away from that movie. It was somebody, oh, John Witherspoon. So, you know, yep. it's just crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, though. You think about that kind of to have a role where it's remembered seemingly forever in time, like you have to play that role because the role is created, but you have to embody that character where people are going to remember it. Because anybody else could have played that, it's not necessarily going to transition 
this way this many years down the line. So he played his part very well. And if they ever, you know, make another Friday, there's nobody that's going to be able to take that role or take that spot. They're going to have to take that character completely out. Mm, yeah, yeah. So so many people pass away from that movie. It's, it's be very hard to replace some of the funny characters that really played a role to the fullest. You know, uh, like I said, Witherspoon, Debo, uh, all those characters. That's that's gonna be a hard character. It can be remade anyway. It's a classic. No. Just leave it alone. Yeah, some there's some movies that should be just left alone. Not too long ago, they put, uh, announced that the Black Panther movie would not be recasting the actual Black Panther character. Uh, with uh, Tara Boltzmann. So, um, but yeah, rest in peace to Debo uh, for Friday, another famous movie from our childhood past. Even though we ain't supposed to watch the movie when we was young, but we're still watching anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, rest in peace to Tommy Leaster. I don't know if y'all remember a spectacular Pretty Ricky. All right. Uh, he recently went to Disney World and he actually. Fake sneeze and say it's coronavirus. And the person that was at the front gate did not take that well. And so they told him that he cannot enter. And Spectacular turned around and actually assaulted the guy in the face. And he was arrested. And turned out that he is now banned from going to Walt Disney World. Good. <laughs> so Pretty Ricky ain't so pretty right now. As for being banned for Walt Disney. What's your thoughts about that one? Actually... <laughs> I actually did not, for a second, I actually did not know who it was, but then I realized it, he was, you know, he's a pretty Ricky. You can't um, remember pretty Ricky, Ricky, Ricky? I do remember, but I did <laughs> not remember that name for the life of me. But the other question I have is why is, so Disney might get, you know, mad at me for saying this, but why is Disney open? Why is Disney World open? They want that money. That's the goal. Right there. That's a major tourist spot. Without people coming there, they are. Essentially, everybody thinks Disney is like so big they cannot fail in the sense like that's true to a degree. But for the actual site, they need people there. Like that, you people are employed at Disney. This it's a pretty good amount of people. But the thing about that is Disney is such a big corporation, such a big brand that they they could survive. They could they they would be able to pay their employees there while them not being there you know yeah, I, I don't true. i mean it's, I it's a right. billion dollar Disney is part of, disney's part of abc too so mm-hmm. they own everything I mean, exactly so what do you think the reason is to be for being open because they want money and people are if they if they're open people are going to come true if you open it they will come well here's the real thing so spectacular everybody from pretty ricky going to jail lately spectacular just went to jail for that um my man baby blue or whatever just got caught for the um for scamming people in these PPP loans, which I told y'all, the feds are coming for y'all. Y'all are going to jail. <laughs> oh, the feds are playing Gucci belts. <laughs> and the feds ain't playing today. You're going to jail. Mm-mm. Hmm. I mean, it's it's one thing about you know joking about coronavirus because how how serious it is. You know, you don't want to be the same. <coughs> oh, COVID. People ain't gonna take notes up from that. So you got somebody you don't know. Yeah, you know, we really do have that. Who's the basketball player that's uh, actually pretended that he had coronavirus and then he actually turned out to have coronavirus? It was like one of the very first NBA players from Utah. I forgot his name. Rudy Gobert? Yeah, Gobert. And he faked that he had coronavirus and actually turned out he had coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Spectacular is the same guy from like years ago when he made the video and uh, he was stripping in front of the chair with his underwear on. I don't know if y'all remember that or not. It's a very old video from like 2007. Is that the mm. same guy? I think that's him. That's, from Pretty that's same guy. Same guy. Yeah. Yes, no? Okay, that's so it, make, it makes sense. <laughs> to do it in a place full of kids is the thing. It's, it's trash enough that you're doing it, but in front of where all the kids are. Like, you know people are at a heightened sense of safety. Well, quote unquote, a heightened sense of safety. <laughs> so mm. why would you do something like this? True. Like, it just don't make sense. May she be wise we go to these theme parts, people. Yeah, first home. of all, how about that? Be, Don't go to yeah, the no theme parks. Yeah, be be virtual and wherever no theme parks, no clubs, none of that. Stay home. Don't even go to Frankie's Fun Park, stay home. Exactly. First of all, who's who's still going to Frankie's Fun Park except for one in North Carolina? The one in North Carolina is pretty good though. I ain't gonna lie. That one in Irma is trash. Complete is trash. It? Close it down. Uh this guy <clears throat> uh feature beside Tom Brady. Uh, he's actually a homeless guy, but it's it's an interesting story we hear about. So here's the TMZ story. Carson, Massachusetts, a resident man who allegedly broke into a mansion owned by Tom Brady and Giselle when they lived in New England. But what's the funny part about this? This guy, he, he's appearing to be a Tom Brady, New England fan fanatic. Because this ain't the first time he was arrested. Just last year, he was arrested for stealing a Tom Brady jersey from the New England Patriots Hall of Fame exhibit in Foxborough. So he just very fascinated about the Patriots, technically. And he broke inside the former home of Tom Brady in Giselle. And when the cops arrived, because that's when all the alarms was going off, they said the guy was just chilling on the couch. He made himself <laughs> at home. <laughs> Here's the thing. We can look at him until he is not to be trusted. Reason why. My man is walking around here with his top pushed this far back and has the audacity from the looks of it to try to have a lineup on the sides. Sir. Stop. I mean, you'd be surprised how many people has a tape line that far back, though. Listen, listen, listen. No, sir. No. If you ever come out of your house looking like this, you and I are going to have an intervention. But hey, remember now, he, he is homeless. So, you know, some people listen, can... Listen, 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 listen. That's all you gotta say. That ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> That's all you gotta say. Tom Brady, for you to be in Tom Brady's house, mm. just chilling, like you might be right. Oh, the cops said he was chilling to the max, just made himself at home. Um, if y'all know, Tom Brady moved to Tampa because now he plays for Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The house is up for sale for $39.5 million. And just recently, the price got cut to $33.9 million. Probably because he keeps breaking into it. <laughs> the value has defaced. My man needed a place to stay, so I ain't got no problem with it. There is a loss somewhere. Did he need that place to stay, though? But there, it there's is, a, is it kind of weird, rich, though? That, like, he has a, according to the, like, the paper, he has, like, a history of Tom Brady-related crimes? Like, yeah, they're all related to Tom Brady, which is kind of, that's kind of creepy. Uh, he might be a stalker, who knows? But apparently, he he's one of those diehards that will go at it for pretty much break inside a house type of fanatic, should I say? So, but the cops they arrested him and um, yeah, Tom, as, go meet with this man real quick. Do a FaceTime <laughs> and, and send him some money. Give him a place to stay. Also, Something. like when looking at that um, that story, it said um, part of his like his charges were 
entering in the nighttime. When is that? What type of crime is that? And at what point did that become a crime? Because I've never heard that before. I never heard that before, but I also know there's a law in some state where if a person stays inside a house that is not owned no more for a year, that person can actually own the house or the property because there's nobody in the house. They have proof that they stay inside a house without any bills or nothing. If they find out that he'd been in the house for a whole year, he could technically own that mansion if that was the case. If that, was the state. that is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So it's certain laws for every state has different laws, every jurisdiction. So entering in the nighttime with the intent to steal is one in certain locations because they're saying that you use the cover of night to exercise whatever crimes that you're trying to do, like supposedly because it's easier or easier for you not to be seen rather. But I don't understand the purpose of that part, honestly, because it doesn't matter if it's nighttime or daytime. <laughs> Somebody's gonna break in the steel. It's that simple. Crime and, crime. I, I hate. I don't want to get on my soapbox again, but I, I could be wrong. I, I think certain states might implement um, laws like that, trying add on more or tax onto more when um, people of color get in trouble. Because yeah. um, I mean, I feel like if it's breaking and entering, it's just breaking and entering. There's no need yeah. to add on uh, breaking and entering at nighttime. You know, that's that's stupid. But we know how to, how they do that. So. There's always okay. loopholes around certain things. Listen, you are going to be on this criminal justice part. <laughs> I got topic for you. Yeah, I look forward to it. I can't wait. Um, break dancing is now a Olympic sport, and it'll be featured in the Paris Olympics in 2024. Um, what's that movie called? Where everybody just break dancing and have a good time? I served because that was served. the first. And I thought of when I heard this is like this is going to be a giant. You got served on a higher level. Uh, yeah, you can win gold, silver, and bronze if you are a break dancer. But it will be uh, featuring the Olympic sports in 2024. What's your thoughts? Uh, I'm not really sure how I feel about. I, I, I'm always kind of weary about when um, black culture kind of becomes really popular in the mainstream. Um, so I'm not really sure how I feel about it becoming an Olympic sport. Maybe that's just me, but I like it when our stuff is kind of exclusive to just us, if that makes sense. I don't really want to see, I mean, because, you know, the origins of breakdancing started in New York, <laughs> New York by poor black kids, you know? So I just, I don't, I don't know how I really feel about that. This is going to be kind of, I mean, it's not weird, but it's interesting because most of the things in uh, the Olympics are like, there's a definite winner. So how do you, judge how do you judge breakdancing who are the judges for this yeah this will be similar to like what they do for dancing with the stars pretty much you know how they critique different moves and different uh assets and how they dance and stuff i think it's gonna be something similar to that breakdance is not like a paso doble like it's not the same like it's a feeling it's an emotion it's culture tied to it like it's a lot of things that go into authentic breakdancing so some at least one of these judges got to be from the culture to judge this like you can't just tell me somebody who quote unquote learned how to break dance or whatever is just gonna be just no nah, that's not how this works like it's got to be the right people judging this and the right people in like who decides kind of like the gymnastics team and the basketball team who decides who gets to be in like the united states olympic breakdancing team like yeah decides that. true 
I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting to see um, what happens, but uh, I know what, excuse me, no, that's, ooh, I know one thing about it. <laughs> um, mm. There's going to be some some things where uh, people might be ridiculed for different dances. Um, some people will be try adding their culture with different dances. Who knows? But it's going to be left to see. It's going to be interesting how they have African type of break dancers and then American type of break dancers, Russian type of break dancers. Who knows? <laughs> you know, some people go try to copy and make it work. I mean, they're also adding what skateboarding and rock climbing and surfing like it, it kind of it, it begs the question for me, like which direction is the Olympics going in? Because there's all these random sport. Not every sport needs to be an Olympic sport. Just let it be a sport. Do you know, one yeah. thing I'll be in full support of if they want to add another sport to it. Spades. Add spades to the yes. Olympic sports. Yeah. But let families, <laughs> let families be like spades teams. Don't just pick some random people. I need. Like some of my family members to be my spades partners. I've been told that I'm not a great game is going to be interesting. I've been told I'm not a great spades player, but hey, <laughs> I think my my craft has gotten better over the the years or months. To be honest, if we're adding all these other things, like I told y'all last week, I you know I cheered all throughout elementary, middle, and high school. Like add cheerleading. Cheerleading is That's a sport. sport. I don't care what y'all say, but mm-hmm. add competitive cheerleading to to the Olympics because that's a sport for real, for real. I definitely agree. I got a confession to make about spades, but I'm gonna wait to our um, black cards removed segment. <laughs> <laughs> that will be. I feel I'm like it's gonna be similar to mine, but let's go. I'm not gonna lie to you. They need to add Uno. Uno. I'm yes. winning. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. representing the U.S. if they add Uno. Can I be honest? I forgot how to play Uno. I'm not even gonna yo, lie. Yo, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Drunk Uno is the best game to play. You know they got black Uno now, right? That we got black what is that? So what is the same Uno game? The cards obviously are black. The cards that have a fist on them are in a sense kind of like what we're going to do in the next segment. And if you mm-hmm. get it right, then the other person has to draw however many cards. And if you get it wrong, you got to draw that many cards. But they also have a draw eight and a draw ten in the deck. Oh no! Don't they do just that. Want everybody to be I'm mad. the whole deck over. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Yeezys has been famous for. <laughs> You know shoes that people wear and kanye has came out with a new shoe the yeezy boost 400 or 451 i don't know which one you want to call it, but either one is ugly uh if you look at the shoes right here um okay. this is a one version of it you got another version? yeah Listen. i think that's i think that's a regular but it looks more like this but even worse than what it is but um the yeezys it's like melted marshmallows honestly <laughs> on the shoe. Yeah, they kind of let the boots that um, they be wearing on Dragon Ball Z a little bit. Therefore, <laughs> yo, if the Land Before Time movie series created a shoe, this would be it. <laughs> mm. This has to be undeniable. Y'all dragging it more than Twitter. Listen, this is bad. I think uh, I, I like most of Kanye's design for um, for his shoes, but those those ain't it. He tried too hard. But honestly, it kind of goes to show you, I think we talked about this the other week, as long as a celebrity's name is behind it, people are going to buy it. People aren't going to care if it's ugly or not. They're just, they're going to buy it. So. They want to say they got it. Mm-hmm. This man sells shirts with holes in them for like $800 and they, it sells out in minutes. <laughs> so I could buy me a shirt from... Some holes in it and give it to you was, for free. I was about to say, yeah. go get you a starter shirt from Walmart, go get some scissors from the kitchen and start cutting them all up. You get your $80 <laughs> shirt right there. Gotcha. But uh, these shoes, but as 
fluffy these shoes look. It might be comfortable on the inside, like memory foam. Probably. I don't care how comfortable. I'm never wearing that. You wouldn't get those grips, right? I'm never. They actually look super <laughs> comfortable. They don't look comfortable, at, at least not the outside. I don't know. Maybe there's something in there that's soft and squishy, but that just, no. No. These are 451s. The 400s is, is, is even worse looking at Odyssey. So. How much How much are those? I think you already said it, but how much are they? Um, it, It's probably up there. It's, it's Let me see if I can find a price. Probably the cost of rent. Any, right, <laughs> more than like now. I was gonna give it a smooth hundred, but anything more than maybe fifty dollars is a little bit too much for that. Oh, it's way more Yes, it's gonna be. More I mean, I know it is, but it's not worth. It's not worth more than that. No, no, no. It's 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 just the saving money. <laughs> That's all. I want I want these new shoes um to have a little bit more creativity with when it comes to their design. If you notice, a lot of them are following the same design patterns, um like. Those Nikes, um, New Balances—they're all kind of following that same casual, semi-kind of running style. I can't really explain it. I think y'all know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah. I'm sick and tired of them Balenciaga shoes that look like Lego blocks on people's feet, and everybody wants to wear them. <laughs> I can't yeah. do this, and I don't understand it. I do see online this uh like a Croc style Yeezy flips. And it's twelve hundred dollars for those. So just imagine <laughs> getting those shoes. Yeah, eight hundred twenty-five dollars to be exact. Adidas Yeezy Foam R and R Wyatt. And the crazy thing is, plenty of people are buying them. Otherwise, he wouldn't have came out with these. He would uh-huh. not have had the confidence to come out with these if people weren't buying them. Well, for that price, I rather it should make me go there and see Jesus and come back down. Fly flop in the sky. That's, that's the song, right? And come back down. <laughs> come back down, yes. But that is your Fab Five for today. Today's feature business of the week belongs to Chris Darnell. Uh, Chris Darnell Barbering. Uh, he has been cutting my hair for a long time and uh, he actually do real good with different phase and different styles and such forth. He's been doing it for a minute now. And um, he's the Today's Business of the Week. And if you'd like to get your hair cut here in West Columbia, South Carolina, you can visit Holiday's Barbershop at 515 Meeting Street. Uh, that's in West Columbia at, in South Carolina at 29169. If you want to book, you do appointments only. Uh, go to the Cut app and look for Chris Darnell. And you can look your appointment online. He has all kinds of times available. Um, make sure you do it so do it quickly because if you wait till last minute, you're not getting a haircut. So make sure you try to get it done for the holidays and New Year's. So uh, if you want to get a cut from Chris Darnell, Chris Darnell Barbering, um, you can visit Holidays Barbershop at 515 Meeting Street in West Columbia, or you can go to the Cut app and make your appointment online and do so today. All right, uh, we're about to do a little game night session and today's game that we are playing, uh, this can probably relate to us, you know, our culture. Uh, we like to play different card games. We can play Space, we can play Uno. This one in particular is called Black Card Revolt and this will determine your level of blackness in you. How how much black are you? And I'm very curious to know how much black is Amber. 
I'll go test. I will test it out. Why you call? First of all, why you call me out like that? Why was I the first person that you called out like that? Because we 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 know that you know the the level of blackness can be determined from different answers. So we are we trying to find me a date? So we're trying to find me a date, and then you're gonna take my black card, possibly. <laughs> the the date and the cards would be two totally different things. All right, let's okay. well, we'll do a few minutes of this. Uh, let's have a little fun. Um, then from there, we'll see who missed a lot of questions. So the one that loses the most, we will take away their black card. All right, so my bet is, is Amber. Chris, what's going to be your bet? It's going to be me. It's going to be <laughs> <laughs> You vote your own self? <laughs> All right. Brandon, who's your bet? Amber. Amber. Really? <laughs> so two for Amber. And Chris, vote for Amber. I'm counting out, man. <laughs> I, can't, I can't play because I have the answers in these cards, so we're going to go with... Um, that I am personally disqualifying my own self. So, hey, it'll be all right. All right, here we go. The first question. According to Mama, what do you do with old grease? Uh, recycle it properly, pour it in the sink, pour it in the toilet, or save it to fry fish? I'm going to go with my answer because I got three uh, mason jars of it over there. So, save oh, it. Save it. Amber, uh, that's a great answer. Brandon? I mean, usually I just leave it on the pan so I use it again on the stove. <laughs> mm. And then Chris. It's right there, man. So you were saving it? Yeah. Save it. You better yeah, pour it down the sink. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> this going to be a long night. Huh? Do not pour your grease down the sink. Don't do that. Do you not. Know how many people actually do that? You will not have any more plumbing left. Don't pour your grease down the sink. The same oh, way fry. Don't fry your frozen turkey. Don't deep fry your frozen turkey. Do not pour your grease down the sink. Mm. All right. Next question. Who kept bumping into the table at Play's house party? Was it Kid? Was it Bilal? Was it Chill? Or was it Pee Wee? Amber, what's your answer? <laughs> <laughs> Read the answers one more time. <laughs> was it Kid? Was it Bilal? Was it Chill? Or was it Pee Wee? And the answer is one of those four. I'm gonna just I'm gonna go with Pee Wee because I don't remember that part of mm. the movie. Brandon, what's your answer? Uh I'm gonna say chill. I haven't seen that movie in years. Okay. Chris, your answer. Listen, bro, it's been a long time. Um <laughs> just <go somewhere laughs> Bilal. Bilal. All right. Brandon, you're all right. It is chill. Ah, <laughs> Uh, Were you even born when that movie came out? No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> we still got to watch it, though. It's actually uh, a must within the black community. So I don't remember that part at all in that movie, to be honest. Well, you might know this song right here. How many times did Outkast apologize to Miss Jackson? Was it a million? Was it 100? Is it a trillion or a dozen? Amber? I think it's more than all of that. I thought it was like a trillion billion. But I might be wrong. So I'm, we're going to go with a trillion because that's the most. Brandon? I thought they said a thousand times. A thousand times? Yeah. Chris? A trillion. The answer is a trillion. Brandon? Yeah. That's a wrong answer. I apologize. A trillion. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get Brandon on that one. He was actually singing the song, so, you know, 
he was singing the song with the wrong lyrics. It's, but he wasn't outside for that though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was like five when that song came out. So what we're not going to do is use your age for the reason why your car mm-hmm. goes. I tried to use the age. I tried to use the age. You still got to hear the song though. There's <laughs> another old song right here. If I wasn't love, so if it wasn't love, why did they feel some type of way? Is it Boys to Men, Belle Beeve DeVoe, Jordacy, or New Edition? Listen, listen. Chris, answer first. I need I need that one more time though. Dude. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll let Amber New Edition. New no, edition? I, said I need it. I need it one more time. I need that. If yeah. if it wasn't love, why did they feel some type of way? Is it Boys to Men? Oh Bill no, Beeve no DeVoe? Yeah, it's New Edition. New addition, Brandon. I'm gonna say Jodeci anyway. <laughs> You're wrong, Brandon. It's new addition. <laughs> you are you are definitely showing. To be your honest, age. the only reason I remember that is because of watching. Um, dang, uh, what is it called with uh, Morris Chestnut? Uh, it's the best man. Yes, best man holiday. That's the only reason why I remember that. <laughs> yeah, well. I can remember these answers and these scores. Brandon, you got two. You are taking away your blackness with two. Amber got one, and Chris got one. Oh, uh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> um, according to Boosie, after wiping down your shoulders, what should you wipe down next? Is it your shirt, your chest, your pants, or shoes? Amber. After the what? After your... After wiping down your shoulders, what should you wipe next? Your shirt? Yes. Your chest, pants, chest, shoes. Pants, shoes. Yeah, shoulder or er, pants. Dang, you messed me up. Chest. <laughs> chest. <laughs> All right, Brandon. Chest. This is this should be accurate for you. That's this is your age range here. Yeah, Chris. yeah, chest. What's your answer? Did he really hit the chest? I thought he should went to the pants. You think it's pants? I thought he went straight to the pants. We. Well, that's, his that's his answer. That's his answer. <laughs> that's his the answer. They're fine. All right. Um, Chris, you're wrong. It is actually chest. Yeah, right. shoulders, chest, yeah, and shoulders, shoes. chest, pants, shoes. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's the fact that I got that right, I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> <Shout> <laughs> out to you. All right. This is a history question. All right. Who was the first self-made female millionaire in the U.S.? It is was it Oprah? Adam C. Frank? Okay. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> Wait, what was the rest of the choices? Okay. Uh, Oprah, Aretha Franklin, Ella Fitzgerald, or Madam C.J. Walker? It was Madam C.J. Walker. Chris. Madam C.J. Walker. I feel like I'm giving y'all the answers, and that's not fair. Yeah, you, you did. Who wants to be a millionaire type of answer right now? That's gone off the just there. But I bet uh, you I got it right. You right? got it right, though. I gotta see if there's any relationship. My last name is Walker. No, you do not get her perm, uh, <laughs> her perm fortune. That's not what you get. Uh, current score, Chris, you got two. Brandon, you got two. Amber has one. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a movie question. Which movie did someone say, oh, now you're going to shoot me in my pinky toe? Is it Chaffed? Is it Harlem Nights? The color purple? <laughs> <laughs> or menace to society. <laughs> Which movie did someone say, oh now you gonna shoot me in my pinky toe? It's, it's the Shaft- greatest black movie of all time. Oh, nice. Color purple menace to society. Brandon. 
Oh, that's the answer. It's Harlem Heights. Okay. Amber? It's either Shaft or Harlem Heights. I know I got to give you one or the other. Um, uh, which one you think? I'm going I'm to go with Shaft. I feel like that's not right, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Okay. Chris? Harlem Heights. Amber, you're wrong. It is Harlem Knights. I actually gave you the answer, though. That is the greatest trio of uh, black comedians that has ever been in the movie before, by the way. Easily, ever. Harlem Knights is a must-see movie, for sure. Um, This is not a must-hear song, but I'm going to ask you all this question anyway. Uh, Which member of the Migos did not have a verse on their song, Bad and Bougie? <laughs> Offset, Takeoff, Uzi Vert, or Quavo? Amber. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, you still look off back the movie? I've heard like five seconds of it. I don't know. Um, we gotta hit back the movie. Uh, we're gonna. I, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be wrong. I'm gonna go with Quavo. I'm probably. I'm probably wrong. Okay, Chris, take off. Brandon, take off. Wait, that's Amber. not fair. Is take off is even a person in. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Either way, either way, you got the wrong answer, Amber. So now you take the lead with the most wrong answers. Um, Brandon. I'm going to exclude you from this question. You might know this one. Oh, man. That's enough. You, you, you can answer it. You can answer it. This will determine if you know your history. Uh, which group <laughs> attempted to get Martin Luther King Jr. commit suicide? Is it the Ku Klux Klan, Alabama State Police, the FBI, or the CIA? Brandon, you answer it first. I actually don't know that one. <laughs> oh. Um, knowing what I know, I, I believe it was the FBI, though. FBI. Okay. Chris? It seems logically right based on what these bodies do. Mm. So, yeah. The FBI? FBI makes sense. Okay. And the KKK would have just killed themselves. Like, it's it's either FBI or CIA. So, mm. uh, I'm going to. I just feel like I'm going to go the opposite of, of them just for the sake of it. Let's go CIA. You're wrong. It is the FBI. You ain't have to say it like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> About that, um, the FBI actually was the ones who murdered Emil. Okay, I don't know if everybody knows it or not, but he survived the gunshot wound and he later died in the hospital due to suffocation. Um, there were nurses. There was a black nurse at the time who worked at the hospital who recounted seeing two men, two white men in suits, um, enter his um, bedroom, and after they left. Uh, she walked into his room and he was dead. So, yeah. A lot of conspiracies. Well, yep. a lot of conspiracies. Um, Remind me after this is over. I feel like I'm losing. I, I have like somebody I want to get on this show. Okay. I'm not going to say it now, but remind me after this is over. I think that would be the greatest <laughs> episode we ever do. I promise you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. We are. Okay. We'll do this about two more minutes. So about maybe five more questions. Amber, you have four. Brandon, you got two. And Chris got two. So here's a music question. What should you do after you wobble? So you back it up, bust a move, get in there, or hit the floor? <laughs> Chris, I'll let you go first. Go ahead, get in there, man. Get in there. All right. Brandon. 
Get on up in that thing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Amber. I had this thing in my head, but it's get in there. Get in there. All y'all got correct. I think that's the first question. All y'all got correct. That is absolutely incorrect. Okay, I lost track, so that's to be a long answer for me. I think the first few ones y'all got correct. Few ones, uh, okay. Well, it's been a long time, so y'all, all y'all had correct answers. So, all right. So, four more. Here's the four. Second one, actually. Uh, which character did Tupac play on a different world? Is it Bishop, Fish, Piccolo, or Dub? Regin, you go first. Man, uh, I didn't know he was in a different world. Um, Doug? Doug? Okay. Amber? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just going to copy Brandon. You say Doug? You yeah. can't copy mine. Oh. I mean, there's only four answers. I can copy it if I want to. <laughs> Chris, this is your favorite show. One of your favorite shows. This is why I'm ashamed that I'm trying to think of this right now. Like I love a different word, and I've seen that series probably 25 times. I actually oh. also feel like it was Piccolo, so I might change my answer. You want to change Piccolo like Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> it was on no that name, that name is familiar, and it was on. I think I'm wrong, but whatever. So which one are you going with, Amber? I'm gonna go with Pick. I'm probably wrong, but I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with that. And Chris, what's your answer? I'm gonna roll with fish. I... Fish. Okay. Amber, you are correct. It is Piccolo. Wow. Chris and Brandon has the wrong answers. So that's so one for right both now. of y'all. So it's all right though. It is all right. What is going on? <laughs> Amber, you got four. The rest of y'all got three. Here's the third question. I just need y'all to get one more wrong. It's gonna be a tie problem. Uh here's a health question. Um, from 1932 to 1972, the U.S. government left Tuskegee black farmers untreated for which disease? Is it hepatitis B, AIDS, syphilis, or gonorrhea? We will let Amber go first. It's syphilis. Syphilis, okay. Chris? Syphilis. Syphilis. Brandon? Syphilis. All y'all got it correct. It is syphilis. It was so wrong for them to do that, though. You know something? Absolutely. This country is built on doing wrong. But hey, mm-hmm. hey. And it's, it's far beyond 1932, for sure. So. Go back to Plymouth Rock. Mm-hmm. And beyond. Next question. In what year were public schools desegregated by the U.S. Supreme Court? Is it 1954, 1960, 1973? Or 1982. Yeah, let's go with Brandon. What's the date you said in the 50s? 58? You got 54, 60, 73, and 82. The answer is 54. 54. Okay. Amber? Yep, 54. And Chris? 5 4. 5 4. All y'all got correct. All right. The other ones were very, very late in the. You know, in the game. <laughs> is this is the what? This is the fourth question or fifth question? I have no idea. This will be my the, fourth. Uh, the fifth one. This is the fifth one. Okay. Uh, here is a life question. It's the last one. This could be either a tie. Amber got four. Ren and Chris, y'all got three. And I'm gonna choose the answer for this one, and y'all have to get it correct. Um, What's one thing your mother might not tell you until you are older? She put some bills in your name, 
Your father had a baby on the side, so you used to dance in old rap videos, or your uncle is really her old boyfriend. All of them. <laughs> I will choose answer. Hold on. There's one thing your mother might not tell you until you're older. <laughs> All right. I chose the answer. So, Amber, what's your answer? It's legit. All of them. Um, <laughs> your your father had a baby on the side. Okay. Brandon? Um, your uncle's was uh, her old her old flings. <laughs> her old flings. That is quite <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> quite disturbing. Chris? The bills in your name, man. Because I don't want to think about nothing to do with her dancing in nobody's rap video. I'm good. Keep mm. it moving. Ashley shows, hey, she put the bills in your name. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wait, is that the right answer? Uh, huh? Is that the right answer? That's my right answer. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> so that's one answer for y'all. And Amber. You, but wait a minute. Wait, but huh? what's the real right answer? Is there a real right answer? There, there's no real right answer. So yes. Majority Wolves. That's what they said. Majority Wolves wins. And I was the majority. I was the Jim Clyburn of this game. And Amber, your black car has been taken away. I'm sorry. Y'all stop that existence and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that. I don't appreciate you speaking it into existence. <laughs> Please and thank you. That's my bet. I say you's gonna lose. So what was your criteria that let you know that I was going to lose? What I just, I I just had you that feeling actually because y'all both. And, oh, the, I and mean, the, well, only only because on one of the earlier episodes when we we're talking about the Jeezy Gucci battle, you didn't know how they <laughs> saw. That's the only reason why. That's that's it. That's it. But then Brandon I came better. back and said I did know the song. It was too late by then. At the end, they Amber. I'm, your your car is taken away. I'm sorry. Speaking of though, you still owe us some bars though. Yeah, that Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. Um, I didn't forget that. about that. We were supposed <laughs> to Fresh Prince together as a collective unit. Mm. I chose to uh, disqualify myself from that one too. Mm. But you know, we'll see what happens if I do decide to wrap it one day. You know, smoking on Pookie Lope tonight. <laughs> <laughs> It's now time for a new edition of Food Tripping. Kylie, Chris have a new restaurant to talk about today. Chris, what do you have? Listen, we're back here with Food Tripping. It's Mr. Food Tripping himself. I got y'all. I always give y'all dinner, lunch, and all the rest of that. I'll give you a little bit of dessert today. Taylor Made Cakes and Company made me the fire red velvet cupcakes with the fresh red roses. Yes, I said with fresh red roses. You see that right there? Look at that presentation just beautiful immaculate the roses were fresh they are still here alive and well they look just as good as they did when i first got them from her and that was two days ago listen for all of your cake needs she's got you covered my homegirl melanie right out there melanie swagger taylor made cakes and company listen you see that red velvet look at the color it's red velvet people not burgundy velvet red velvet stop putting all the extra food coloring chocolate in there red velvet it's a luscious red velvet cupcake right there just right amount of frosting you see those roses you see the garland right there amazing 
that's where you need to go. Taylor Made Cakes Company, she got you covered on any, any, any of your cupcake needs. Guess what? She even do food too, because we're gonna get into China another day. Y'all not ready for that right now. Dessert today. It is now time for the pillow talk. Lady A has some questions and topics to discuss. Lady A, the floor is yours. Thank you for turning the floor over to me. So we got a question that came up, um, I want to say a couple weeks ago. And so I wanted to pull it up. I wanted us to talk about it. Um, It's actually something that I want to know. So I'm glad that my guys are here to answer questions. Um, but the, the main topic is, um, the exact question is, do men miss out on good women because of her weight? So not just bigger women, smaller women, you know, whatever it is. Um, the questions I want to add to that though, are, um, do, do women miss out on good men because of their weight? Um, and then also like, is there a difference between, um, like not being attracted to bigger, smaller men, women, all those things, or does it have more to do with your overall appearance and how well you take care of yourself? So lots of questions. Um, Another question is, is there like currently a a fad or like a trend for um, what body type is acceptable um, or what body type is preferred? Um, And then the last piece of it is, um, does like, when does a preference turn into like blocking your blessings or essentially blocking you from um, having a person who's good for you in your life? So Um, And the other piece too is, do you have a type? Because I hear a lot of people saying, I don't have a type. I just kind of go with the flow. That is not correct. (laughs) All of us have at least some sort of preferences. So um, for me personally, um, I've never, I have never professed to be a small woman, a small person. I have never been um, throughout the whole course of my 31, almost 32 years. Um, And I'm okay with that. Um, But I have always been healthy. Um, I've never, never been small, but I've always been healthy. Um, and I've actually, surprisingly enough, when I was prepping for this topic, I had to, you know, go back through history, think back through, and I've actually never had, you know, a man, he never said to me at least, um, that he didn't prefer me or he didn't want to date me or he didn't whatever, because I'm not, I'm not tiny, I'm not small. Um, so I'm, I'm interested, you know, once my guys come on, I'm interested to hear, you know, their perception of body types and what they prefer. Um, but I've also been throughout the course of my life, very self-conscious because I was never small. Um, obviously in middle school, elementary school, high school, stuff like that. Um, not being the average size or the, what we could, would consider preferred size. I went to a predominantly white elementary, middle and high school. So of course I was bigger than most of the chicks that I was in elementary, middle and high school with. Um, so I was always self-conscious. I also cheered. Um, so again, one of the bigger ones on the team, always self-conscious, but as an adult, it actually hasn't been that much of an issue for me. I've had one man that I've dated and he did call me fat after we stopped dating. So I didn't really take, that didn't really matter much to me because you said it afterwards, not before. Um, So I am definitely more concerned about the way that people take care of themselves. And I think that that has a lot more um, to do with, you know, whether or not men prefer me or not, because I, I try to, at least I try to take care of myself um, and, and, you know, to do that well. Um, so I will say there was, uh, something that came up uh, randomly Lizzo posted on TikTok the other day about, um, her having body insecurities. And if you know anything about Lizzo, she is the last person that you would assume has body sensitivity or, um, issues with her body, um, or is concerned about her body because she 
post pose naked on the cover of her album. Um, but she did come up and say that she had really big issues with body um, positivity. Um, and so I'm just kind of wondering, um, I do want to bring my guys on earlier in the game than I usually do. So I'm going to bring y'all on, but I do want to know, you know, do you have preferences? Um, what are your preferences? Do you have a type? So do you have a type? Um, and then just kind of what, what, what's your thoughts? What are your ideas mm -hmm. on that? <laughs> I'll go first. Yeah. Are you sure? You go first. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so for me personally, I don't really have uh, any preferences or a type. Uh, for me, I kind of prefer women who are, um, all right, don't be stupid. Um, so like, if you have any sort of, um, I like, I, like, I like creative women. So I like women who make art in some kind of capacity, or maybe they make music or they write. Um, women who are really spiritual um, turn me on a lot. Um, as long as your feet aren't ugly, I mean, we can date. So, whoa. <laughs> we went over that last week, too. So, again, women, if you want to date Brandon, you can't go start working on your feet expeditiously right now. But, Brandon, so I hear, and you said the exact same thing that I mentioned earlier, which is everybody says that they don't have a type, but and you, everything that you mentioned, none of those were like aesthetic things. None of those were, um, were physical traits or qualities. So is there something other than the feet, obviously, is there something that you look for? So if you see a woman walking down the street, you're like, yep, she's my type or yep, I would date her because we all do have some sort of, we have some type. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, aesthetic wise, um, I would say I like women with tattoos, um, Nice hair. It don't have to necessarily be long, but I mean, if you got short hair and it's like a nice fade, that um, women who do their makeup really well. Uh, I like women with piercings. So if you like a nose piercing, uh, some kind of septum piercing, um, that's really attractive to me. Um, I would say that's really the kind of the basics for me, really. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not really shallow when it comes to like looks. I, I've dated fat women, skinny women, tall women, short women. Um, dark skin, light skin, um, all kind of women. So, you know, I, I don't have a preference when it comes to that. Team dark skin okay. is in. <laughs> I got a yeah, light skin friend for a while. Like Michael Jackson got a dark skin friend. <laughs> so Brandon just spit the bars that I was supposed to spit, so now I don't have to do it. So there we go. Mm. Mm. You, you, right. you died excluded from that just yet. <laughs> Chris and Marcus, what about you? Um, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm over now, but you definitely threw yourself into this conversation. I was going to let you slide out of it, but you slid we just had this conversation yesterday. I'll go. Yeah, we did. We'll, we'll all be in general with this question. Right. I was going to say, don't. Yeah, yeah we're not going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who you have um, is exactly what you're interested in. That's it. I know. You have no I mean, such thing as exes. You have your present. That's it. I have my present. That's 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 the key right there. You got and please yourself. be careful about the way that you explain her and the way that you explain what you like. <laughs> please be careful because I would love to see you back here next week. <laughs> well, let me go ahead and do this. Uh, my fiance is very beautiful. She has a great shape, dark skin just like mine's. Um, great hair, great mind, great um, mindset, great career. <laughs> Um, she, she's thinking all the right places, so I, I love this. That's one thing I like, and you know, this I mean, I can't I can't do no skinny women, you know, this, this is all bones. If 
I mean, I yeah, it's you gotta have some meat on your bones. This is the South, yeah, you know. I, I think it's the difference between the South and the West. You know, West yeah, women, they they yeah, you know, right. the women in the West, they they a little bit more, you know, slimmer, built, athletic, which is nothing listen, wrong with that, listen, you know. Listen, but here in the South, it's just juicy and thick. Pause one you second. Know, dark and light, all that in the book. You you remember your statement about the West just now, right? Yeah. Just sit there. This is a rhetorical question. Do not answer this. Okay. Remember when we went to when I took you to Kona Coffee in San Diego? Mm. Leave it alone. <laughs> that, that, don't, don't ever try and tell me ain't nobody. Else. Chris, you don't just, ever try Chris, you just got fussed out the other day. So I'm gonna need you to like I'm gonna need you to zip it. I I just needed to, I just needed to remind him. We're not gonna talk about my home side, my side of the country like that. But it was like it was like one out the many that we saw when we stopped in San Diego. Stop it now. I got more stories for you. I mean, in San Diego, it's like you know, we had not too many black people. We we're like the only black people there that I saw, you know. Everybody so, else was like either his family right now. I'm gonna hear this story. That's what I want, I want to hear. Mm-hmm. I'm wait till Offline. we start recording. Off- I got you. Offline. I heard you amen and Marcus, and you said you didn't. That wasn't one of the things that you added in your list. You didn't add no, no skin and bones. Thank you. I mean, who, who? I mean, no, no offense to anybody that's you know skin and bones. I mean, you know if you are, if you know if you're not. Okay, but thick women is in. I mean, I I can walk outside right now. I can see a thick woman with a skinny dude. I mean, so it's it just me, going with. So let me ask, and you again tread lightly on this on this <laughs> subject. But what's the difference between between thick and fat and slim thick and all the what? <laughs> What is the difference between all? <laughs> How much time you got? That's time a trap question. But I mean, That's we got all question. the time in the world. Because to be honest, like my ladies that are watching and listening to this, like we need y'all's opinions. So I, I need, I need to hear y'all's opinions on this. Again, Marcus, I need you to tread very lightly. Uh, Brandon, I'll let you go first. <laughs> okay, so I'm not gonna fat shame, of course. Like if you, if you are fat, like be proud of that. You know, do what you want to do. Um. For me, and this is because I have to work through my own self-internalized fat phobia, but um, if you're fat and you have a pretty face, like, I'm always going to be open to dating because for me personally, like, I I look at your face first and foremost. If you have a pretty face, we can make it work out, you know? Um, I think a lot of dudes, that's that's how they get caught up having ugly baby mamas because they be looking at what's back here and their face be jacked up. They were looking like, um, well, I, I, I ain't gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting back here laughing so so hard because you just called them men's baby mamas ugly. But you can, yes, it is very true, though. Yeah. It's very, very true. But yes, you see, like, you know, with the bigger women, let was use that terminology, bigger women, some people take care of themselves and some women don't. I mean, some people they be looking like the utmost, downright, you know, either big or skinny. They'll be looking like they take Listen, care. I'm gonna tell you right now, a couple things here. First of all, like that part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've dated all shapes and sizes, and I will tell you this: it's a lot of thick and bigger women, plus size women, that can outdress and look better than a lot of skinny women out here. So it, yes, I'm listen. Like I said, I'm out here. Thick, it's thick women is not gonna lie. I will, I will better. Against, not literally run, but I will run against any skinny chick out there. I like I have enough confidence in myself. <laughs> okay, that I am not. Mm. Talk your <laughs> talk. I hear you. <laughs> mm. 
I mean, that took a lot of work though. That took a lot, like a lot of internal work for me to do to appreciate myself. So yo fellas, this date with lady A, I'm telling y'all the form going to be out soon. We got y'all. Oh, I, I can't wait for that. <laughs> but, but you know, it's, I mean, oh, women. I'm, I'm not going to speak for all women, as I say every single week. But when I was younger, I, I'll say like when I was an undergrad, I did have I did have a type. So my type was like tall, slender, basketball ish looking guys. Um, and then that transitioned to tall, thick football looking guys. But as an adult, like that has completely changed. And I found myself being attracted to people that are like they look all different kinds of ways. So it's definitely changed as I've gotten older. So I think as you, I definitely muted myself. I think as you yeah. get older, <laughs> as you get older, um, just in general, that your preference has changed. And I think what all of y'all have mentioned, just what you look for and what you look at are two totally different things. So Brett mm -hmm. and I already say like, you know, instead of looking at the backside, instead of looking at the chest area, like look at other things too. Um, so I think that's just kind of what happens as you get older. But Chris, I don't think yeah. you actually fully answered this question. Oh yeah, Chris, the spotlight is yours. Listen, like I said, I've dated all shapes and sizes. My thing is, <laughs> it's not a, relax. My thing <laughs> is, it's it's all about the mindset yes, in general. Your mind, because if you're for for me, I'm looking at me. I'm thirty three in two three weeks now. So when you get older, like you were saying, your mindset changes on how you look at things. I'm looking at okay, starting a family. This one, so I'm not gonna just look at somebody just for how you look. Yes, I want you to be attractive for sure. That's gonna be a fact. But at the same time, I'm looking at your mindset, how you view life, what your goals and aspirations are. Because if you're looking to start a family, like those are the things that are going to help in our family and raising kids and all the rest of that. Not how you look. How you look is great. But what else is there? There, What substance is there? <clears throat> so like it, it can't just be how you look. Like that's great. I want you to look great, but, but I'm gonna more substance. I'm gonna challenge that too, though, because I hear you say. Actually, I hear all, pretty much all of y'all saying like it's not necessarily how you look, but I think a lot of marriages fail because eventually you stop getting like you're eventually you're not attracted to that person anymore, or at least not the same way, and it starts to fade, and so mm -hmm. then you start looking for things that you don't have, and so you know, as a woman, I want to know, like, I hear y'all saying, you know, it's not necessarily about how you look on the outside, but it's about the potential I see in you. But what do you do in 10, 15 years when we don't look the same, when our boobs are touching our kneecaps? Like, when, so what, I mean, what, that's why I said, it's about what else you bring because your looks can and will change. Like if somebody genuinely loves you and falls in love with you for everything else, the looks can change. You, we can work on that. That can go up or down either way. But this core is what's going to stay here. That's the part that you're attracted to. If you're attracted to somebody just because of their looks, yeah, I mean, 10, 15 years from now, 10, 15 days from now, they can get in a wreck and look completely different. You can't change that. But if you fell in love with the core from the beginning and that genuine bond is there, that shouldn't go anywhere because of looks. I'll tell you one thing. Uh, is, is, uh, if, um, go ahead. Well, no, you go ahead. Uh, I, to your point about looking different and as you get older in your 30s or 40s, I plan on staying fine as as possible forever. <laughs> so if I'm elevating myself and my looks, I, I do expect you to do the same thing. Like, and I think that goes back to the, the comment that I made earlier is I think it's less about um, your body you know, size, your body type, your whatever. And I think it has a lot more to do with your ability to take care of you, um, just physically, mentally, emotionally, all those things. Because my assumption is, 
if you're out here looking raggedy, then that means you don't take care of yourself. And if you don't take care of yourself, you for sure can't take care of me. Um, because you're right. your most important, like your most important asset. So if I see that you're not taking care of the basic necessities you need to take care of for you to be you, then there's no way that you're going to be able to take care of me or take care of a family. So that's what I'm concerned about. I mean, there's, there's ways that, you know, if you are dating a bigger woman or a bigger man, you know, you can always say, hey, babe, um, you know, I'd like for us to work out more. I want us to get more and fit. Let's try this out. Let's do this. Let's do that. You have to body shame the person and say, hey, you're fat. You just fat. Or, look, and if we tell you, if we ask y'all, like, what are these, what does this dress look like on me? What do these jeans look like on me? I, again, <laughs> the words tread lightly because sometimes we want, we want to have your real opinion. <laughs> sometimes we really don't. Sometimes we just really want your words of affirmation. So I'm going to need all y'all to know that. Again, not speaking for all women, but. But it's, it's vice versa, it. though. If the, if the guy is bigger, like, hey, babe, how this look at me? You look fat, honey. <laughs> you look fat. You can change that shirt out and go and buy your business. See, a man can take that now. For well, I'm on the other side. <laughs> Say that if he wants to. You you be the last one outside the house. And again, I can't like I can't speak for all women, but I think a lot of it has to do with like if you're saying this about me, then how do you feel about me overall? Because you know, by, I'm not going to say by nature because that's not true. But a lot of times like men will go look for something else that they don't currently have. And a lot of that comes from the looks and from all those things. So you saying, you know, these jeans or this dress or this whatever, like, I don't know, maybe you should change because I see a couple of them rolls on the side. You might want to go find something else to put on like that. That speaks more to not just our physical appearance, but on the inside, too. So it, it hits all those different areas. That's you got to be realistic about what it is you want. Like people will settle because they they're tired of being single. So it's like, okay, well, this person likes me. I can deal with this, or this is something that can be changed later. Yes, it potentially can be changed. You can't fall in love with potential. Like that may never change. That person may not want to lose weight or gain weight, depending on what size they're like. You can't guarantee that and you can't make that person <clears throat> do that for you or be that way. Like that's something they gotta want to do. So in essence, you gotta from the beginning, okay. If this is who you're gonna be with, like you have to accept this and, and just be, be honest, honest be okay with before it. You, before you can say that you love somebody no matter what, I feel like you have to see them in a lot of different seasons too. So not just physically, but like mentally, spiritually, emotionally, you have to see somebody in all the different seasons that they're in. You know, you have to see them with, you know, a bigger body, a smaller body, a different mindset in their dark moments, um, when they're questioning their faith. Like you have to see people in all of their moments before you can really decide that that's the person that you want to be with because they're going to get, if you're talking about a lifetime, like there's a lot of things that are going to change and shift and happen over the course of a lifetime. And if you can't handle that with this person, like it's not, it's not going to work. So. Exactly. Yeah. That, that pork butt's going to turn to a pork roast. You too I long. can't with y'all. <laughs> it's going to get old over time. So, make sure so you take I, do, now. I do. I mentioned um, Lizzo and her, I don't know if y'all saw um, her TikTok post or heard anything about it or whatever, but like what are what y'all's view one on Lizzo and in, in just in general and then two um <laughs> and then two like would you ever have assumed or imagined that she would be somebody that would have issues with like body positivity? I think yeah. with Lizzo in particular, she's just a, a a woman that enjoys her body. You know, a lot of people body shame her for her size, but that's a perfect example of a lady actually appreciating what she has. You know, mm -hmm. seeing anyone out here and try to lose weight just so she can be in the norm 
of Hollywood or the music industry. Um, if y'all remember uh, Jennifer Hudson, she was a big woman before, and she lost all that weight. But I think there was some type of article where she kind of regretted for doing that because she tried to be into the norm. I don't know that for a fact, but I know she did mm-hmm. for health reasons as well. If you have a health reason to actually do that, then that's understandable. But if you are a big woman or a big guy and you're comfortable in your skin, enjoy it. You know, it's, it's the world be boring if you if everybody was the same. Honestly, and being fat doesn't automatically equate to being unhealthy too. I think exactly. that's a very common misconception, and that same misconception leads to a lot of, uh, especially for black women, fat black women being misdiagnosed when they go to the doctor and everything. You know. You're not unhealthy just because you go just because you're fat, you know. But um, the point the the touch on Lizzo for a second, um, uh, it's funny because like the thing I remember last year at that Lakers game, I don't know if y'all remember or not, yeah, when she had all dress, she was working yeah. and you could see her panties. A lot of things that she does, the outrage you see that comes from it usually it stems from the fact of just her simply being fat because. There's skinny women who dress provocative and they go to basketball games or whatever the case might be, and you don't see the same outrage and the same response to it. But I think it's funny, though, because a lot of those same people who would be, um, you know, taking craps on her about her weight and she shouldn't be doing that, blah, 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 blah. Um, those same dudes would be in the DMs of big women just like her. So mm-hmm. I think that, is just, that is mind-boggling. Y'all be, y'all be saying all this stuff about big women and this and the third, which you don't like. In public, but they but, are the main I mean, ones who mm-hmm. want big women. Yeah, yep. yeah, y'all be chasing fat women. So it's like, just be a man, just be real about what you like. That's it. Hey, when sure. a big woman or a big man lose weight and they have that extra glow to themselves, you know, oh, they look better than before. No, you miss all your opportunity. You should have fell in love with them even before the weight loss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and uh, not even just that, but like you know, mm-hmm. think about like how all of us looked in high school or middle school or elementary school. My mama swears I wasn't, but I was like an ugly duckling in, in middle mm-hmm. in middle and elementary school and even some of high school. But, you know, those same people who didn't have anything to say to me then are trying to speak to me now. Like, uh-uh, that doesn't, that's not how that works. Look, I, I can say for myself, the globe is real because I was a very skinny dude. But thanks to football, thanks to chicken and steak and working out, I'm a big guy. Amen. I don't even look the same for three years ago, so I know what well, you still, you still young, Brandon. So listen, you still, you still got puberty to go through. I cannot. <laughs> you still got some weight. Yeah, he getting there. Yeah, you almost there. It is now time for hit or miss. Chris and Brandon have some good topics, but Chris, first, what do you have for our playlist for this week? Listen, listen, listen. Every Friday morning when all the new music drops, I update your playlist for you. I got you. It's the Walk-Ons playlist on Apple Music. Look up. You see that on your screen right there? You see that symbol? That's it. Every Friday morning, it's update all the new stuff that dropped. This week, we got Kid Cudi, Jack Harlow, Fetty Wap, Benny the Butch, and a bunch of other people on there. It's a lot of songs. I do this every week for y'all. I sit at 4 and 5 o'clock in the morning listening and searching for all the new music and going through and combing through what's the good stuff is just for y'all. You don't have to do all the work. I did the work for you. All you gotta do is hit play. Matter of fact, just subscribe. Save the playlist. It'll update every week for you. That's it. The walk-ons playlist. It's a good it's I a good appreciate playlist. you putting my T-Pain back on there. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> you know, one, week. one week. I mean, that's good enough for me. Do you know you. the you know the hottest song that I've been hearing a lot from people? Uh, the Jasper Sullivan 
find your feelings song. Apparently, everybody's in your feelings. So, well, there's another one. Um, there's another one she has. It's called Lost One. I actually like that one better than Pick Up Your Feelings. Mm-hmm. That's saying a lot. Jasmine don't miss. Jasmine don't miss. No, she don't. Hence the reason we talked about her in Hit or Miss. <laughs> that part, pretty much. That right there. <laughs> All right, new music. The man, the myth, the legend, Kid Cudi dropped "Man on the Moon" three. Now, you should all be familiar with Kid Cudi. If you're not, I don't know. Understand how not? Um, a lot of, a lot of the music you have today, he would be the father of the sound that led into this. So. Your Juice Worlds that y'all love, um, your uh, XXX Tentacion's, all that, that all comes from his tree. Kid Cudi started this with Man on the Moon. Depressed rap. Exactly. Depressed rap comes from that. Now, granted, if you are depressed and need help, there are outlets for that. Reach out to them. Want you to be safe and still here with us. But if this is. This is an example of somebody expressing that through music. Kid Cudi fathered that entire sound. So, Man on the Moon 3. Um, the front half of the album, um, it's a not different. It's just more so of the sound that you hear right now, what they developed it into. But the second half is more so of the Cudi that you remember if you've been around that long, you know his music. The Cudi we grew up on like from back in the day. So like, I was pleased with the album. Like, I'll give it a more spins. But, Definitely something to check out. My Kid was- Cudi favorite is Day and Night. My all-time favorite Kid Cudi. <laughs> it really is. One of the original. <laughs> the, the original uh, Kid Cudi. I was just mad he didn't say Kid Cudi at the beginning of the song. I was just, I was sad. I was looking mm-hmm. forward to that, and it wasn't mm. there. Mm. Brandon, you were saying? Uh, I mean, it, it was solid. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, Kid Cudi, he, he's kind of one of those, those artists who... Of course, I've always like heard his music since I was in middle school, um, but he's never really been like one of my top artists. Usually, I prefer it whenever he collabs with Kanye. Like, I really love his last album um, that they made together, uh, "Kissy Ghost." That was a great, great album. Um, but uh, it, it was solid. It was solid. Um, I think it's a good year, a good end to um music for 2020 because that's probably gonna be the last major release we get so yeah when was the last time he put something out prior to this when was the last time he put something out kissy go like him and kanye like 2018 yeah i was gonna say i thought it was it's been a while yeah every song that he pops out he got some good stuff that comes out yeah. Up next, we got Jack Harlow. Um, what's popping? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told y'all the chat last night. Flame somebody, and this is that album. Listen, listen. You cannot give us the what's popping song, which is catchy. All right, cool. It was fire. The remix was super fire. Um, the person who had the best verse on the remix show remain nameless right now, but it just was a fact of what it was. But this album right here. Yo, I every song sounds the same, literally, and none of them was better than the other. What's popping was great, and that's it. I don't want to hear nothing else from this album ever again, and I would be okay. 
And he threw Adam Levine in there too on that album. <laughs> Adam Levine is on a rap album. Jeez. Adam Levine is in this. He's that might be one bright spot from the album. He's on the same, he still couldn't on the same guy song. Yeah. And this is a side note, but in that picture, doesn't y'all remember that um that show? I think come on MTV with the puppets. You know what I'm talking about, Mr. Meaty. Y'all never seen that before? Wow. I forgot the wow. name. Yeah. That's, I know not, like, that's not like one of those puppets. Please tell me he does. Wow. I can't remember on this season. <laughs> I think it's the hair. I think it's the hair. It got to be but, the hair. Uh, I mean, you know, Jack Harlow, he makes um, high school basketball layup line music. You know, it's that part. Wow. I'm really getting into it. It's. I mean, what's popping is a great song. It's really, really catchy. That's why but, I expected more from this. Yeah, as far as listening to a whole like Jack Harlow tape, like I, it wasn't. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon, what did you call it? You called it what? High school basketball layup line music. This is the music you hear in the layup <laughs> line. Or high school musical, um, number four, three, two, one, whatever edition you want. <laughs> It, it belongs to that movie. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know what you're talking about. Like before the high school basketball games, like when they're shooting layups and like yeah. they're, they're forming that, up. Like this yeah. is the song they play. It, it's not. It's not as bad as ours. Chris remembers this when they played the Noya Clap every football warm up song. The Noya Clap has to be in the warm up song for us. I don't want to hear it ever again. That <laughs> um, up next we got Fetty Wap. So 2015 Fetty Wap had one of the greatest runs that we've seen in the last 20 years to have 10 billboard hits in the same year is insane insane for two reasons insane because that's crazy that that stat to have that much success but it's crazy and you shot the whole clip in one year you had too many hit singles to just do that in one year and we haven't heard anything significant from you since you should have spaced that out giving us two singles on maybe three on that first album and then that could have gave you another two albums worth of hits to sustain you because right now because joe Budden mentioned this the other day on his podcast this sound right now that he has would fit perfectly right now all of those hits could play right now and fit right in rotation like nothing else so where's the disconnect between there in 2015 and now today it just doesn't come off the same because this album I, I right here I, I think that there's a lesson in that because one one issue that I really have with um with like the current era of like swag rap and like trap rap is a lot of them just drop music way too often. Like you don't have to drop an album like once every couple months. Like once you drop a really good album, just kind of sit on it for a little bit and then drop like a year later. Like but here's the problem. I hear what you're saying. And I agree. It's way too soon. There's two things that go into that. Two maybe three. One, in the last 10 years, Future is responsible for that. Future had stuff dropping literally once a month at one point. Like, I, he had to have 500 songs come out in a year at one point a couple years ago. Like, so that started with that. But if you're gonna drop music that consistently, that's not just like features, this is why I wish we could go back in time to like the early 2000s or mid 2000s rather, the mixtape era. There's your outlet if you feel like you just continue to need to keep your name out here. Drop mixtapes. Don't give us new music from you every month. It's too much music coming out to keep up with. I, I blame like, Gucci for that. Yes, he's definitely he's definitely in that. Yeah. It's like, like you drop an album, I like these three songs. 
Next week, you got something else new. Like, okay, now I got to stop this album to listen to what you got here now. Yeah. I can't keep up with all this. You oversaturate it's, 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 and it's not even just with like with swag rappers um or like the trap rappers because uh traditional rappers do it too griselda right i love griselda i love him conway i love Westside. i love benny right yep however they drop music way too often okay like Westside has made i i think he's dropped at least four projects this year um yeah. four of them yeah and i think pray for paris was really good dropping like early january yeah, um, it, 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 all that. Sit on pray for Paris for a little bit. You don't have to just drop something new all the time. But I think that also play, we as a consumer play a part in that too. Was well, two things. We as a consumer play a part because a we keep adding. Well, not not me, not clearly not you. But a lot of consumers keep asking for more music. Somebody will drop a project and a month later, be like, "Yo, I'm ready for some new music from someone." So it's like I just dropped an album a month ago. What do you mean? feel like you're going to get left behind because people keep looking for the next high in a sense. Yeah. Do you think some of it is so that that they can stay relevant though? Like, do you think sometimes they're doing it just so that they can make sure that they stay relevant, whether it's good music or not? Definitely. Because because I I think we're in an era now where because a lot of new artists keep coming out so fast. People's attention span is like this, so if you don't stay in the face of them, you are going to get forgotten. Cause I mean, it's it's also it doesn't hurt that we're in the social media era as well. Cause uh, now in this new era, it's like um, we have way too much access to music now than we did before. Like now, we have access to literally every song we want to hear right here on our phones. You know, so you can go on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, wherever you use, and you got access to like entire libraries. You know what I'm saying? Whereas before, you had to get a CD. You know, or you had to go on LimeWire or whatever the case, whatever you used to use back then. Um, yeah. But I, I think the access that we have to music now is kind of is watered it down because now they just, just always drop new stuff. And it's like, you notice the best rappers, they don't drop all the time. Like Kendrick hasn't dropped in three years. Um, Cole last time he dropped was like two years ago. If you excluding the Dreamville collab album and even not just with like with traditional rappers, but like the more um, like swag rappers, I keep calling them that. Some of, some of the best ones that they don't drop all the time. Like Uzi dropped his first album for the first time since 2017 this year. So, you know, they spaced it out a little bit. Exactly. Can I just ask, like, when did we move from being able to understand what they're saying to being able to understand nothing? Because there was a point in which we switched over and. Right after Soulja Boy. Mm. Yeah, that's I was coming back. I, I take a little issue with that because that's always been there though. That like that that theme of like not really knowing what they're saying is kind of it's been a thing in rap for a long time. Like even back in the '80s when they were rapping like "These are the Briggs." I went to the store. <laughs> da, da, da. When they were rapping like that, you know, that was still. But goofy. I mean now, oh, but now all of the sil- like all the syllables, all the words, everything is like they, it sounds like one giant word. So I don't know. There's a a slight difference. The ad libs mean more than anything now. Yeah, okay, from the ad libs and the beat itself. But another issue that's going on with why so much is flooding your timeline each week streaming. In order for you to get money off your album as an artist now, it has to stream a certain number of times just for you to get a dollar. So a lot of artists keep dropping because they keep this, they need the streaming numbers to keep going so they can keep getting paid. And that's why you see these 52 song albums that Chris Brown keeps dropping every couple of years. Lord. Which I don't have a problem with. By the way, Chris, you can drop a 52 song album every year and I'm going to be okay. I'm going to listen to every song. <laughs> one song a week? <laughs> you got one song a week? Yeah, one song a week and I'm good. Because <laughs> it's quality music. I can deal with that. 
that's he, awesome. He's been doing some good music as late. Um, who drops songs that are purely made just for the purpose of streaming, like Tusi Road or Tusi Slide? Um, yes. That was, that was an obvious yeah. like TikTok, um, you know, Spotify grab. You know, where he's trying to make like a, a song you can dance to. You know, so. I mean, I, uh, you know, that's why I kind of I love the streamer era because we have so much access to music now. It's a lot easier. You don't have to go to Radio Shack and buy a CD. You know, you can just access the right there. The was the last? Did you ever stand in line for a CD? <laughs> Bro, I had to stand in line with a twenty, and I had to make a decision. Jay dropped a day. Beans dropped a day. <laughs> Who am I buying? I got one person's album I can buy. I got to make a decision. Yeah. And it's nineteen ninety five. Mousey uh the line wire A, so I was getting viruses on my computer. Look, I I was triggered when you said that, Brandon, because when I was in college, when I was an undergrad, I streamed from LimeWire all the time and I legit was in the dean's office because we all got in trouble for streaming on the school on the school <laughs> server. So when you said LimeWire, I was like, ooh. That part best yeah. like, Ooh, that's some good songs with some LimeWire. The first CD oh. I ever owned though was um was Bow Wow's. I, I don't know which album it was, but um, it was one that had "Let Me Hold You" on it, and I'm a flirt. And uh, I cannot, I cannot see you like envision you owning a Bow Wow CD or purposefully <laughs> going to pick one up. I, I mean, I was like, like seven, eight years old. I mean, you know, that <laughs> that was our Jay Z when, when we were that age. So you know, it makes sense. Shot, <laughs> mom. So I have a question though. Do y'all see like a difference in? the type of music or the quality of music or I know y'all mentioned how often but since the pandemic started like have y'all noticed a difference in how often or the type of music or the quality oh yes. yeah understandably so because these artists are used to whether they're independent or signed they're used to dropping music touring doing shows when everything got shut down I can't tour I can't do shows even when some cities are open I still can't really do this like I normally would so a lot of artists have not dropped that should have dropped this year because they don't know what these sales are gonna look like or how people are ingesting music. Because a lot of these artists have music that is built for being outside, being in the clubs. So if I got an album that's full of club hits and we're not in the club right now, except Atlanta, because Atlanta's wide open. And Houston. <laughs> and Houston. <laughs> so if my album is built for that, I can't just depend on Atlanta and Houston to make my sales numbers the way they should be. I need to wait for everything to be open again so I can release this the way, and y'all can experience it the way it's meant to be experienced. I think that um, the quality of music this year was kind of so-so. Um, or really, like, the last couple of years, I, I kind of thought it's been that way. The last really, really good year, I think, for rap was 2018. I mean, I, I enjoyed this year for R&B. I thought R&B was solid because I really liked Brent Fyatt's mm -hmm. album. Janae dropped a really good album. Uh, I have to remember who else dropped this year. I can't even remember right now. But um, as far as rap's concerned, it was a, eh, you know, but I, I think this is mainly due to um, that's just kind of the era. And once we move out of the era of um, just kind of making something quick, fast, and hurry, trying to drop as many songs as possible. Once we move out of this era, which is going to move away soon because rap moves in phases, um, we'll have a better quality once it, you know we move out of it. So, yeah. So, <sighs> why does chance? Why does chance look like that? <laughs> that's the chance of rap like. Yeah. So first, first and foremost, uh, happy to hear Jeremiah's out of the hospital. So definitely always happy because he was on the ventilator because he had COVID. So happy to hear he's out. That's first and foremost. And they do this Christmas project with each other like every year, every other year. 
listen. <laughs> I don't ever need to hear this again. This Merry one, Christmas, I, Mama. Um, playlist next week. Why have I not? I did not hear this song. This oh, you didn't on purpose. <laughs> I don't think you want to hear this again. Like, but I love, but I love Chance. Okay. I love, oh just man, it's not, not in this song, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, had a Tracy Brady type fall off. Like this is like. When imagine if Coloring Book was was when T Mac was on the Rockets, this mm. his next album was when was on the Knicks, and then it just mm. was a, just a down downhill spiral from there. And you remember, we all everybody pretty much thought like he's gonna be the next Drake, like he's gonna take over that spot. And no, no, it's not happening. <laughs> it was this album. Iowa decline from acid rap to Coloring Book to this. Is that just, might be decline <laughs> of the decade. Because he came and went fast, really fast. Like, um, I mean, it was one of the best albums of that year. Like, it was a great, great album. And then, he, what was the name of the album he dropped last year? Um, was it the Big Day or what, what was it Something called? Like that with the Hot Water song, which I'm still trying to figure out who brought it. Terrible. I to fight so bad for that. It's yeah, so interesting I mean, how people can actually sing and rap about water and body parts and different clothes. But they be going in in detail with that kind of he stuff. He needs to work with Kanye again. That's really what he's missing. His production is awful. It is terrible. Yes. Yeah. But um, that's all I got for Chance. Um, it's a lot of other dope artists that are new artists that are out there that you need to check out, especially on the R&B side. They're all on the playlist. Again, the Walk Ons playlist, Apple Music. We got y'all. But right now, we need to talk about verses. We were all geared up and ready for Ashanti and Keisha Cole. And like I said, Ashanti was going to wash and fold Keisha. But COVID had other plans. Corona May didn't play. That part. <laughs> and the battle has been postponed until January 9th. Um, Stella Rosa Twitter was in a frenzy crying because um, they were they were ready. To scream at the top of their lungs when Keisha started love, but uh, nope, no can do. We did not get don't that. Y'all, don't y'all kind of feel like even if it wasn't for COVID, like something would have kept them from having this verse? This, this verse I feel like something would have come up and they would have had to reschedule. Well, why this one though? Because if anything, I would have expected the Gucci Jeezy one to have a something come up where we just didn't get the verses. So if we got that, like we should get this. And we have Brandy Mark. We definitely should get this with no problems. Me personally, I was not really interested in this versus battle. Wow. It could be, be nothing but crying and it. whining. Yeah, just a lot of crying and whining. That's all. Especially from Keisha Cole. This verse was just what they did in their houses. And they just went on live together. Like when it, when it first originally started, we had uh, T Pain and Ludacris. Was it Lil John? Yeah, with Lil John, and we had Sean Garrett, and um, you know, that was the one of the worst person. Yeah, like I, 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 yeah. I wish it was just like that instead of just like the big production thing that they're doing now. I'm with you. The only that's an Instagram thing because at Instagram fixed that feature. Because remember, you can go live on your Instagram fine. When you join in a second live, is where all the glitches start happening, and then people trying to watch it, it keeps kicking stuff out. Oh, if gotcha. they would have fixed that, we'd have been good. That's the only reason they went to putting everybody in the same rooms because mm. this feed kept cutting down. They kick them off after an hour, and the battles last like two and a half, three that's, hours. That's Instagram's fault. That, that could be a lot of money making for them. Exactly. You could have had a whole bag off this, but no, nah, y'all couldn't just fix that one feature. 
Since it's been postponed and like moved to January, are y'all interested? I know Mark, she just said you're not interested in any interested in it anymore. Like, are y'all still interested in it? I love Ashanti. I'm always going to be interested. In this. I, I, I like Ashanti. I like Keisha Cole, but it just it I just love say I I got to rush home and get prepared to watch this first. But I still watch it, but it's not like something I go rush home to see. It was and like to be honest, random. I didn't even realize what day it was supposed to be on. The only reason <laughs> I, mean, I realized what day it was because it was canceled. I mean, me personally, I, I, it's not like the Brandy and Monica battle to me personally. It's not. I'll, I'll say no answer to be to actually go home and get ready to see a battle. It, it's going to be crying and whining to me. So. There's only crying on one side. Shanti ain't crying except Ashanti. Shanti be happy the whole way through. Mm. All right. Um, <laughs> for those of you who do not recognize this, this gentleman here, this is DJ Academics. Formerly, almost of the show on Complex Everyday Struggle, which is shutting down production in the next couple of days. Um, yeah, so he he has a massive following that started online back in the day, probably four or five years ago on YouTube, and they got him to Complex with a show with Joe Budden, and that's gone on the way to an end now. Um, but. He's everybody's favorite person to hate. Rappers cannot stand him and a lot of street people as well because he likes to report on things that happen in the street without taking responsibility and just haphazardly posting them and instigating beefs. He just looked like one of those persons that he would just want to get beat up for some reason. Oh, well, we'll get into that because he's going to get beat up at some point. So <laughs> since I said he does, a lot, of, a lot of beefs that have happened in the last couple of years in Chicago and other places where people have gotten killed, he has instigated these things with the way he's posted things and commented on them on his pages. So again, a lot of rappers wish him harm in general and have vocalized mm-hmm. that. Well, he joined Clubhouse last night. Clubhouse is that app where invite only can audio, it's just audio conversations between different people, celebrities or whatever. Cool. Well, 21 Savage did his welcome party because they know each other personally. And other celebs joined in and other regular people. The group was trending on Twitter because there were over 5,000 people in there. It capped out. They couldn't let anybody else in the room. Um, They were flaming him from start to finish. This was almost four hours of people threatening his life, mm. requesting to fight him, mm. bringing up some points where he had violated cities and people and things that he's done. And this is him. He tried to stand up for himself at times. Then certain times he tried to backpedal. Um, then Meek joined the conversation. And we went all, a whole way left at that point. Because he's always saying that Meek is, uh, Meek's team is threatening him because he won't do this, this, and this. And then Meek joined the conversation. And it just went left from there. Um, yeah, it was bad. Tory Lanez even joined the conversation on, on there. I they let him up to the stage. Let him oh, talk oh. and everything. So he had his with Act. Well, one thing about like academics, he, he needs to be mindful what generation we're in right now. You see all these rappers dying because of beef. You know, if he wants to be in that world to where he can just talk recklessly and think that he can go unscathed from saying those things, then more power to him. He got a lot of he got a lot of um, fatness to protect himself. I ain't gonna that's, lie. To that's what they told him. They told him to talk about <laughs> There are people that are ready to push his top back with no hesitation. Um, Good. Oh, uh, I mean, um, he's undoubtedly extremely lame. Like, 
extremely lame. Don't get me wrong. I'm not making a film at all. However, the same energy that, you know, that rappers apply to him, I would like to see a lot of that same energy applied to the vultures who we have in hip-hop, such as Vlad, mm. um, 22, uh, Lil Pump. Um, it's a few of them, you know, like, I, I think that the same energy that they apply to him, which is, you know, valid in, in a lot of cases, you know, we need to, to apply that same energy across the board and get rid of all the lanes we have in hip-hop, you know, because as, as lame as he is, as, as annoying as he is, because he's very annoying, I think that um, it's a bigger cultural issue that needs to be focusing on instead of just trying to bully him. Well, it's good you said that, because 21 Savage made this exact same statement in a way. Which also, side note, Tomo Savage gets Mediator of the Year award because he moderated that entire room and did it masterfully. But what he said was at that point where um, Meek was saying that he's responsible for people getting killed and all these beats escalating and all the rest of that, 21 said, hey, why are we going on shows and snitching on ourselves and giving him stuff to repost? And why are we getting in these beats in the street and video recording and posting it? and giving him things to talk about. So, as you're back to your point about Vlad and Aaron Plank and all the other culture vultures, why are we giving them material to go off of? This guy. Look at this. Nothing. For those of you who don't know, this is DJ Vlad. Exactly. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this is DJ Vlad. No comment. No comment. And you so know, a lot of rappers on his show and snitch on the crimes that they've committed on his radio, on his interviews. And then if you watch some of them, he'll ask them questions about stuff that is not just common public knowledge about specific crimes. And then they'll ask, hey, how did you know that? Why are you having this conversation with him? Is the question. Little Baby asked him that. Remember yeah. that video? Yeah, like he, he asked Baby about some kind of question about what happened at, at a prison or whatever. And he was like, uh, oh, it was a black guy and a white guy fighting. And baby was like, how you know that? <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know if he's an informant or if he's been working with like the police. And, he's you know, the whatever. I don't know. Like, he, he's the thing is, why y'all keep doing it? After one person clearly has gotten either caught up or jammed up or whatever off of this, y'all continue to keep going to his show. Boosie done been on DJ Vlad probably 100 times this year. And I don't yeah. understand you why do you want to go back to jail because you've been quite a bit <laughs> some people just like jail like, I don't, like as a culture though why do we why do we not even just do interviews why do we video record crimes and then post the video and then get mad when something happens or mad when the academics post it yes academics be mindful of what you repost because you are shedding light on it because you have a, a platform but you who committed the crime or did whatever Stop posting it. Why do you, you're you're telling on yourself? The thing is, I think the problem with most rappers, especially in like the modern era, is rappers are attention whores. They love the attention. They love to have the limelight on them in some kind of capacity. So yeah, we can say don't interview with DJ Vlad, but they're not going to stop interviewing with DJ Vlad. Like they want to get on there and tell their stories about how they sell crack. Or their, their their murder stories or their war stories because they just can't help but get that image out there, you know. Um, it's stupid. I mean, you're incriminating yourself. You know, what I'm saying I don't really understand why you would want to just put all of your crimes out there. Like I was watching one video on Twitter. I don't know who the rapper was. It was like this, this fat guy, 
the tweet um, said um, something like along the lines of "Y'all stop interviewing with DJ Vlad. He's a he's a cop." And underneath it, it said it had a video of him, and he was explaining about how he used to sell crack. Um, <laughs> explaining about um, how they jumped and shot some dude in his hood or whatever. I, if I can find a video, I'm gonna send it to the group. But yeah, I mean they they incriminate themselves. People, people, people. Just because you think that you've made it to a certain level, now you've done things. I'm bring this back from Three Crimes of Charm. There is a thing called statute of limitations. Mm-hmm. If it is not run out, they can still come get you for this. So when you admit to certain things, you're giving them missing links <laughs> to certain portions of the case. Hey, if they're not listening, they they are definitely listening to it. everything. They're always you. watching y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seeing everything, listening to everything. Period. Young black men, like you think they're not going to be paying attention to you? Come on, be smart. Stop being stupid. Money can rule certain things, but I, it's the feds don't care about that. Yeah, they're going to listen to every word you say. They will they're going to take all your They will take all your money. Hey, Chris. Yes. Tell you about the playlist one time. Playlist. Apple Music. You see it right there. When you look at it every Friday morning, I got you updated. The fire vibe. We ain't putting no trash on here, so just know that it's all fire <laughs> vibe. There will be a Spotify playlist at some point. I don't know who's gonna make it because I ain't got Spotify because I. I just don't want it, but somebody will make it. I want Spotify. I got Spotify. All right. I'm going to send you. Sounds like you just volunteered yourself. (laughs) Hey, what about that Christmas album? Next week. Next week, Christmas presents to the fans. We got y'all. Whole Walk On's Christmas playlist. Mariah going to be there. Temptation. I'm so excited for this. I don't know. We're going to see. But I know who's not going to be there. Chance to Jeremiah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Merry Christmas, little mama. Nah. At least put the first song on there, Bob. I ain't put none of that in there. <laughs> it's supposed to be a gift. For those that... I mean, that could be a gift for somebody. Time. Somebody might like it. Mm. a Chance. Merry Christmas, Little Mama. Rewrapped. To the stores. Well, hold on, hold on. Before we go in, before, before, <laughs> we, before we leave. You see it says rewrapped, right? Mm. Okay, cool. So that means they're, they're re-releasing some of the stuff that's already been on the previous one. Yo. I got an issue... With, with people who keep releasing the same album every single Christmas. Stop that. I know what you're doing. Stop trying to keep selling people the same album. Oh, we added one new song, but it's 14 songs we've already had for the last four years. No. Stop that. Unless your name is Mariah, you can do whatever you want. Because I want to all yeah. I want for Christmas every year. That's just how I want to put like one Christmas album out, and people that's all they needed. Play like it's new, yeah, no more all the time. Boys and Men, too. If you not play the oh, Boys and Men Christmas that album, that's it. Yeah, that's what I need. Let it Christmas on here, too. I got y'all. All right, it's if you are missing a song, blame it on Chris. All right, We are now approaching the end of the show. It's now time for the last say where everybody has either 30 seconds to a minute to voice their opinion or what's on their mind. And today we will start off with Lady A. Lady A, tell us your last say. Thanks for letting me go first. So mine's pretty short today. People, it is holiday time. It is towards the end of the year. Use your PTO. Stop letting your companies take your PTO. Use it. Use it. Use your vacation. Use your PTO. There's no reason for you to keep it. You might not make it to tomorrow. I pray you do. But in case you don't, use it all. There's no reason why you should have 462 hours in your bank. Use it. 
that's my time. Be Wills. Tell me what's on your mind. Okay. Basketball fans, right? If you have an opportunity to trade for one of the five or ten greatest shooting guards of all time, you take the opportunity to do it sometime with the Tyler Hero is a very solid basketball player. He will have a very good career. He's been good so far. He is not better than James Harden. Jimmy Butler is 31 years old. Iggy is 36. Warren Dragic is 34 years old. The time to win the championship is now. Trade Tyler Hero. Get rid of him and bring in James Harden. This is not a hard concept. You bring in the better basketball player, you win the deal 10 times out of 10. That is all. Yeah. Chris, it's your turn. Real quick, it is the holiday season. And just make it a point this week support a black business. A lot of black businesses are smaller businesses, and being the holiday season, that genuine that additional revenue would help them. Support a black business, support your community. That's all I got. And uh, I will do mine's uh, mine's more on a serious note. Um, uh, y'all heard about the Casey Goodson shooting in Ohio. Uh, it's another police brutality on a black man for walking to his house. Uh, no gun wave, but they saw him walking to his house in front of his whole family. Uh, my issue is the use of body cameras. Why is there no actual law that will have police to use body cameras in times and stuff like this? Especially in time that we're in right now. And notable um, situations where police did not have body cameras to actually go deeper into the situation i.e. Breonna Taylor, uh, Michael Brown, Jacob Blake is another issue where body cameras was not used. So my thing is, you know, can there be some type of national law, federal law, that will have these police departments to have body cameras on them? And if so, have to implement laws to have body cameras for the officers, you know, let them have something to where um, it can actually help out with the officer and help out with the situation instead of having this whole unrest to where um, beings can be taken a whole different way. And I also learned today that the whole Chicago Police Department, from what I saw, it might not be true, but um, most of the Chicago Police Department do not have body cameras. And that's one of the top crime areas in the nation. So there got to be something that needs to be done. And my take is to make sure that um, body cameras needs to be used across the nation for police. That's my last thing. I'd like to thank y'all for watching the show. We will see y'all 